Welcome to the Books, Babble, and Ball podcast, where we talk about writing, journalism, history, sports, and a whole lot more. Let's jump right into this episode. Okay, so that was a little bit of fun to start. Um, I'm Gary Lloyd, and what I'm really wanting to do today is take, it's going to take me a minute, but um, the year 2022 is Trustville's uh, 75th anniversary since it incorporated as a town. Uh, that's probably a, a dead horse that I've been beating all year. Um, but what I wanted to do was uh, just give you 75 facts. Uh, just about all of these, probably all of these, are snippets from my uh, Trustville, Alabama, a brief history book that uh, was published in 2014. Uh, some of them kind of run together. Some of them are uh, kind of sporadic throughout the book that I just kind of compiled into a list of 75 facts. Um, and I tried, to, I didn't pull the most, the most historic stuff. I just pulled generally since 1947. Uh, some things that, that are important, obviously, uh, would have happened in 1947 exactly. Um, and some of those things happened a little bit beforehand, but really uh, were, you know, a genesis for uh, the town's incorporation and kind of getting to where we are today, which is the 75th. So you're going to see me look off screen just a little bit, but I'm going to run through these. I don't know how long this is going to take, but I wanted to document this somewhere. Maybe it's something that uh, you guys will enjoy. And uh, here we go. So and I'm going to and I'm going to say each one fact number 1 fact number 2 I have a water bottle here because I'm going to need it running through these skip ahead maybe you'll hear something you haven't learned uh maybe you'll hear something you knew a little bit about but now you know a little more so let's go fact number 1 according to the October 8 1946 annual report of the liaison committee of the Cahaba Community Association there was a joint committee meeting on September 24th, 1946, between Cahaba and Trustville representatives. The two were separate at the time, the Cahaba Project and Trustville. It was unanimously agreed that the incorporated municipality should include both Cahaba and Trustville. Fact number two, A.C. Hester, the community manager, the Cahaba community manager, stated at this meeting that he had advised the Cahaba Executive Committee that the government would defray the expense of incorporating the government property and he felt certain that the government would be agreeable to extending the corporate limits to include a part of Trustful, provided it was shown that it was uh, the will of the Trustful residents. A Trustful representative, Horace Norell, was then instructed to write to Hester, requesting that a portion of Trustful be inc- included in the incorporated municipality. Alton, uh, fact number three, Alton Williams announced at the November 7th, 1946 meeting that government representative Arthur Taylor was expected to present a plan soon for selling the waterworks. With this announcement, three committees were appointed, public utilities, homestead and planning committees, those were also appointed. Fact number four, 
A March 11th, 1947 letter from the Federal Public Housing Authority briefly outlined the proposed incorporation of the town of Trustful. The letter stated that the Cahaba project is a fine example of planning for semi-subsistence homes that would be protected from the uncontrolled growth of its neighbor, Trustful. Two Cahaba project streets, Chapel Road and Parkway Drive, connected with Trustful, and all border lots in the Cahaba project were arranged that they faced away from Trustful. I bet that's something you didn't know. All minor streets have been planned that their connections with Trustful were made by way of Chalkville Road or Parkway Drive. Maybe you didn't know that either. Fact number five. The letter addresses one community need, inadequate business area. The business center in Trustful at the time along the state highway, Main Street, Highway 11, was thought to be able to serve the future town of Trustful, boy has it, and the surrounding county farm area adequately. The letter states that the area needed revisions such as street widening, still needed, by setback and a focal point where a city hall building, post office, fire department, and town bank could be constructed. That all happened. It was recommended that a portion of a block made by creating a new street parallel to Chalkville Road be acquired for that purpose. The area that fit best was located near the grade school along Chalkville Road. With certain revisions of streets, the fire department could reach connecting streets for the whole town. Fact number six, uh, Federal Public Housing Authority's letter recommended that both sides of the Cahaba River be dedicated as parklands, as well as the mall and triangular area near present-day Brentwood Avenue at Rock Creek Park. The grassy area between Magnolia Court and Hewitt Street, Magnolia Mall, was also recommended to be kept as parkland and also as parking for the nearby church. Fact number seven. At the April 8th, 1947 Cahaba Community Association meeting, Henry Rogers, the chairman of the survey committee, explained the work his committee had done toward the purchase of the Cahaba homes. He explained the terms of 14 loan companies that answered a questionnaire sent to them by his committee concerning their terms of obtaining various types of loans. Charts containing all interest rates and fees based on a $4,000 loan, $4,000 loan, were handed out to all association members. Rogers assured the association that by cooperating, the community could greatly reduce the cost of handling the loans. It was announced at the meeting that the plans for incorporation of the community were complete, including a government signature. A.C. Hester, the Cahaba community manager, reported that the FPHA was working earnestly toward the sale of the homes and that the authority wanted Cahaba residents to obtain the best possible loans with the best possible interest rates. He said that no prices would be set nor homes sold until June 1st, 1947. He explained that alleys and green belts would be added to lots adjoining and that parks and vacant lots would be dedicated to the municipality by the government. That was a long one, sorry. Fact number eight, in a May 1st, 1947 letter from Roland Long, Horace Norell and Alton Williams to Arthur Taylor, who is assistant director for real estate and disposition for the Federal Public Housing Authority. I'd love to see all that printed on a business card. Plots of land were listed that the community wanted dedicated to the city of Trustful upon incorporation, well, town of Trustful at the time. We have observed, there's a quote, we have observed the growth of communities such as ours and have noticed the many times that the city fathers have erred in not allocating sufficient space for parks and playgrounds, the letter states. We anticipate a healthy growth in this community, that was great foreshadowing, and hope to avoid some of these mistakes by giving much forethought and long-range planning. Fact number nine, the letter also stated that the community leaders realized that there were many undeveloped tracks and vacant lots suitable for home sites. It was not the city's desire 
town's desire to request such tracks for park areas except in cases in which it was of extreme importance. The letter asked the FPHA that 14 government-owned tracks be designated to Trustful when the community became an incorporated town. The tracks included what is now the mall, areas surrounding the Cahaba River, areas around the Great Alabama Great Southern Railroad that you're all blocked by constantly, and US Highway 11, and a portion of a track that was dedicated to the Jefferson County Board of Education for a football stadium that included classrooms and athletic fields. That became Jackwood Stadium, which was demolished in 2015. Fact number 10. In a May 26, 1947 letter from Arthur Taylor to Alton Williams, Taylor explained that the FPHA was under a mandate from Congress to dispose of all subsistence homestead project properties quickly. Taylor wrote that it was the housing authority's intention to commence the sale of the project homes within 30 to 45 days, depending on work to be done in drafting contracts. This is going to take forever. Fact 11. At the May 28, 1947 Cahaba Community Association meeting, letters from the government were read, confirming that the homes would be sold to the individuals of Cahaba and not a realty company. It was reported that the federal public housing authority would not finance the home loans unless the water system was owned and operated by the town. Paul Krebs stated that with 300 to 385 customers necessary, extensions of the water system and sewerage could be made to the trustful area surrounding Cahaba. Fact 12. On June 2, 1947, an election was held to determine whether to incorporate the town of Trustful into a city form of government. The election carried and all property owned by the FPHA with four legal voters per 40 acres of land was included in the area to be incorporated. Cahaba was absorbed into the town of Trustful when it incorporated on June 10, 1947. And look back, I've produced a good bit of content around that June 10th date of 2022, the official 75th anniversary of Trussell's incorporation as a town. All right, fact 13. Arthur Taylor wrote Alton Williams. These guys were pen pals. Uh, Taylor wrote Williams a letter on July 10th, 1947 with good news regarding the purchase of the water and sewerage disposal systems for the communities offered sum of $50,000 in cash. Taylor wrote that upon receipt of an official offer with signatures of proper municipal officials, the housing authority would have an official acceptance of the offer within one week. By July 21st, 1947, an election of a mayor and five aldermen was held. Horace Norrell was elected mayor and elected as aldermen were Mary Lou Farley, George A. Glenn, Alton Williams, John Yarborough, and Richard Beard. All right, fact 14. The homes and duplexes in the Cahaba project were sold to individuals in 1947 at prices ranging from $4,400 to $9,000 each. If only you could get one for that these days. Fact 15. On June 10, 1947, the Trussell area was incorporated as a town. Population at the time was 1,443 people. And that's kind of the difference between a town and a city. Uh, a town is fewer than 2,000 people. A city is 2,000 people or more. So a uh, little nitpicky, but that is the difference. Uh, a month after that incorporation, Horace Norrell elected mayor. He was a graduate of Phillips High School. He owned Norrell's Superstore in Trustful. He was a member of the Georgiana Davis Masonic Lodge and Trustful Methodist Church. He was a charter member of the Trustful Civitan Club, married to the former Mabel Glenn, a lifetime Trustful resident, and Norrell was Trustful's mayor uh, from that point forward through 1960. Fact number 16, 
The first five aldermen to serve with Norell that I mentioned were Mary Lou Farley, George A. Glenn, Alton Williams, John Yarborough, and Richard Beard. The town's first clerk was A.V. Hoover, though Mary Louise Hill served as acting town clerk for a brief period. The town's attorney was Judge Needham A. Graham. Fact number 17. The initial uh, police force was comprised of just two men, Police Chief Joe B. Van and Patrolman A.E. Quick. Wynne Strickland was the town's second clerk, and she served until 1963. The mayor and five aldermen served in Trustful City Hall building on Main Street, built in 1945. The city's jail was located behind the building. The city's second city hall was built in 1949 on South Chalkville Road and was leased to the town for $100 per month. Fact number 18. On January 15, 1948, the U.S. government dedicated and deeded all of the park's property to the town. The formal transfer of the deed occurred on February 18, 1948, and in December 1950, the Waterworks and Gas Board of the Town of Trustful, a municipal corporation, uh, was established. The name was later changed in 1955 to the Utilities Board of the Town of Trustful. The town purchased the cooperative store, what you know now as Heritage Hall, uh, and that was purchased in 1951. Break. Fact 19. On May 31st, 1957, the town officially became a city with a population of 2,161 people. In 1958, a gas peak shaving plant was built at a cost of $200,000. Um, the, the town had purchased a sanitary sewage treatment plant from the government along with the waterworks. A sewage pumping station had also been erected as a booster station to the sewage treatment plant. Fact 20. The current Trustful Municipal Building on Main Street was erected by the City of Trustful and the Utilities Board in 1959. If you go back and look at 1959 photos of that City Hall building, it looked much more modern than what's there now, which is incredible. Uh, just my opinion. The city staff moved into the building July 1, 1959. Uh, the building covered 15,012 square feet of floor space and was built and furnished at about $225,000 paid for by water and gas utilities. Fact 21, James W. Barr was elected as Trussell's second mayor and he served from 1960 to 1964. He was an Inslee High School graduate. Uh, he had been a Trustful City Councilman prior to his election and had lived in Trustful since 1948. He had served as an Air Force officer during World War II, and at the time of his election, the city's population had grown to 2,510 people. Fact 22. John Yarborough, the former city councilman, was elected mayor in 1964, served through 1968. He had lived in Trustful since 1938. He had headed up the police and street departments. He was a past president of the Trustful Civitan Club and was married to the former Pearl Wilson. He was an executive with the Yieldings Department Store and the former community center that was uh, demolished a number of years ago to make way for a Trustful Public Library expansion was the John C. Yarborough Community Center. Fact 23, Roland Crabb was the city of Trussell's fourth mayor holding the position from 1968 to 1972. Uh, during his term, the 1970 census reported that, the tr that Trussell's population was steadily increasing up to 2,984 people. Steady growth. Fact 24, Alton Williams was mayor from 1972 to 1976 and Orman Bentley served in the position as the sixth mayor from 1976 to 80. 
Uh, Crabb ended up taking over for Bentley in 1980 when Bentley went back to being a city councilman and served until 1982. Uh, Roland Crabb, when he was 58, he died of a heart attack at a July 1982 Trustful City Council meeting. He had been president of the Jefferson County uh, Mayor's Association and head of the Alabama League of Municipalities Executive Committee. Fact 25, David Nicodemus was the city's mayor from 1982 to 84. Originally from West Virginia, he moved to Trustful in 1971 as a key member of four executives who founded Amorex Corporation, a fire extinguisher and safety system manufacturer uh, that still is op operates on Highway 11 in Trustful today. Fact 26, Charles Grover was elected to the mayor position in 1984. Grover, a trustful resident since 1954, was a veteran of World War II and the Korean War. Prior to running for alderman in 1964, he was a worker at Jefferson County United Appeal for 14 years and was mayor of the Yadkin community in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It's an interesting, uh, interesting fact. Uh, Fact 27, Trustful experienced much of its widest growth residentially and commercially under Grover's leadership. The 1980 census reported 3,200 Trustful residents, but the city was about to grow significantly. Fact 28, in 1985, the city expanded in all directions during a frenzied annexation period. The city of Birmingham had attempted to annex the high school, uh, which is the former high school on Trustful Clay Road, what is now Hewitt Trustful Middle School. It was a, less than a year old at the time. And uh, Birmingham tried to go after more of Eastern Jefferson County. So it kind of forced Trustful's hand. Uh, from the middle of May, 1985 through the year's end, the Trustful City Council held annexation meetings several times per week. Uh, some Trustful residents wanted the city's borders left alone. Grover said at the time that uh, he heard that a lot, he heard that a lot, that a lot, but that there was no way Trustful could stay the same. He said that Birmingham then, however, would surround Trustful. Fact 29. Also in 1985, Trustful annexed land for 80 houses to be built on property owned by Coy Simmons, 18 to 20 houses to be built on property belonging to Roy Stackhouse on Highway 11, and for new homes and office warehouse buildings on about 80 acres off of South Chalkwell Road. The city also annexed 1,950 acres of land on what was known as the Deerfoot property. Fact 30. In May 1986, the Trustful City Council approved Altry Coal Development Company to build almost 200 homes, an office building, and a small shopping center in Trustful over the next few years. The new subdivision was known as Calumet Downs. In June the same year, the Trustful City Council annexed the Cahaba Valley Golf and Country Club, now known as Trustful Country Club. Fact 31, then U.S. Vice President George H. Bush visited Trustful in July 1986, bringing more notice to the city of Trustful. Alabama Republican Party Executive Director Marty Connor said at the time that, that the Trustful area was the third fastest growing Republican stronghold in the state of Alabama based on straight ticket Republican voting in the 1984 presidential election. I might need two waters. Fact 32, by 1990, the city's population had more than doubled up to 8,044 people from the 3,200 people recorded at the time of the 1980 census. In August 1992, the Trustful City Council agreed to contribute a quarter of a million dollars to the Jefferson County Commission to help buy land for what is now known as Waterson Parkway, the overpass that spans the railroad tracks and Pinchgut Creek. Fact 33. 
In late 1994, the Trustful City Council adopted the US 11 corridor plan, which included zoning recommendations, development guidelines, and a transportation plan for US Highway 11 in Trustful. The city had imposed a moratorium on new construction for about a year in the corridor as the plan was drafted. Proponents said at the time that the plan was needed to prevent rapid and, un and uncontrolled growth to the US Highway 11 area. Critics said that the plan imposed too many regulations and would halt development. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Fact 34, by March 1995, the city of Trustful was still expanding its borders to create new homes for incoming residents. The Maplewood subdivision along Highway 11 originally consisted of 102 homes, including 37 garden homes. It was annexed into Trustful that month. Two months later, the now colonial village at Trustful apartment complex, known then as the Meadows of Trustful, was approved. Uh, that complex originally included 376 apartments in 20 buildings on 27 acres. Fact 35, Gene Melton, then a Trustful City Councilman, was elected as the city's mayor in 1996, defeating fellow city councilman Gerald Glenn in a runoff. Melton won each of the next four mayoral elections. Fact 36. According to an April 22, 1985 letter from the Office of the Postmaster General in Washington, D.C., the post office was originally established as Truss in St. Clair County on March 17, 1828, with John Nash serving as first postmaster. The Jefferson County Post Office and Truss had its name changed to Trustful on November 29, 1870, the day it reestablished for good. Fact 37. The Trustful Post Office from the 1930s to 1948 was located in a building near the southwest corner of Main Street. From 1948 to 1958, it was located in the left side of D.N. Tally's store, sharing space with the Pot and Griddle Cafe. The post office was located in its own building constructed by Sam Lyles from 1958 to the spring of 1980. And in 1980, the United States Post Office opened in Trustful and today remains in its location on Waterson Curve. Fact 38, A.V. Hoover was the town of Trussell's first clerk. Mary Louise Hill served for a brief period in the summer of 1947 when Strickland served from 1947 to 1968. Emil Sutherland was city clerk from 1968 to 1981 and Joellen Townsend served in the position from 1981 to 1986. Lynn Porter was a city clerk from September 1986 through 2020. Dan Weinrib is the current city clerk. Fact 39, Joe B. Van was, was the Trustful Police Chief from 1947 to 1951. Uh, Chief Gore and Frank Anderson also served in the, in the position in the early years of Trustful being a town. Robert Jones was Police Chief from 1957 to 1964. Carl Stevens led the force from 64 to 68. Irving Nash was Chief from 68 to 71. And Ernest Hayes was Chief from 1972 to 1975. Irving Nash then served as police chief again from 1975 to 1997. Uh, Don Sibley took over uh, in, since 1998. He uh, and then retired. I don't remember what year Don retired, but he had been with the department since 1976. Fact 40, the 1960, I should say, the current police chief is Eric Rush. Uh, Fact 40, the 1960 police department consisted of six men, Chief Robert Jones, Sergeant Irving Nash, Assistant Chief Carl Stevens, Lewis Simpson, Gerald Smith, and James Cooper, tripling its number of police force employees from 1947 when the town incorporated. Fact 41, the discussion of a fire department began in, in uh, March 1946 
before Trustful was incorporated as a town. A.C. Hester, the, the Cahaba community manager, said at a Cahaba community association meeting that he had made a request to government authorities to have a fire engine transferred from the war department to Cahaba. Richard Beard headed the volunteer fire department and the chief was H.W. Suttles. George Glenn was day captain, Joe Hawkins was night captain, Harry Reich was vice president of the department and Bill Natter was secretary. Fact 42. By October 1946, plans were in place to purchase a fire truck. Some equipment was inspected that month, but it was determined to not be adequate for a growing community. A.C. Hester reported that the government disapproved of the community's request for a fire engine. Upon that news, the Trustful Businessmen's Club, Trustful Civitan Club, and others began the process of acquiring a modern fire truck. Fact 43. The Chief of Fire Department Office was established at the August 7th, 1947 town meeting. The first fire truck cost $9,000. The fire department remained a volunteer organization with one station until 1998 when it became a paid uh, employee fire department. There are now three fire stations in Trussell with a fourth soon on the way. Fact 44, the water and sewage systems were purchased from the government in 1947 for $50,000, allowing the town of Trussell to own its own water system. Known as Trussell Utility since 1950, the company serves not only the city of Trussell, but surrounding areas, including Clay and Pinson. We're getting there, y'all. Fact 45. In June 1954, Trussell's community swimming pool, which cost $50,000, opened. In 1955, swimming tickets were 45 cents for adults and 30 cents for children under the age of 12. Season tickets in 1955 were $6. What is it now, like a couple hundred bucks a summer? The pool that year was under the supervision of Charles Heron. With growing popularity, the rate to swim at the pool increased in 1956 to gasp 50 cents for adults and 35 cents for children. The $6 price remained the same in 1957, 1958, and 1960. I don't know about 1959. Fact 46. John C. Arborough Community Center, formerly located beside the Trussell City Pool, was purchased by the town in 1951 with the help of the Federated Women's Clubs of Trussell, who furnished the equipment. In a December 1951 letter from town clerk Wynn Strickland to Trussell Parks and Recreation Board Chairman J.H. Burgess, Strickland told Burgess about some of the town council's ex expectations, including rental of the center costing $10 on weeknights and $15 on Saturday nights. A little more expensive than the pool. Fact 47, the Trustful Sports Complex, the major area for youth sports in Trustful, was completed in 1994. Uh, I was probably among the first kids to play baseball in that park. In the first phase of construction, four soccer fields, five baseball fields, and one youth football field were built. Fact 48, the Trustful Parks and Recreation Department also oversees the Trustful Senior Activity Center, which opened its Cherokee Drive location on August 31st, 1999. Fact 49, in October 2008, we're sticking with Park and Rec right now. In October 2008, a 67,000 square foot Civic Center opened on Trustful Clay Road. Most Trustful Parks and Recreation Department employees are based at the Trustful Civic Center. The facility has about 16,000 square feet of meeting space and an exhibit hall that can accommodate about 1,000 people. The Civic Center also features a walking track, fitness center, and gymnasium. Fact 50. The Streets and Sanitations Department is responsible for minor street repairs in Trustful. Uh, Lewis Cooter Simpson, he led this department from 1998 to the summer of uh, 2013 when he retired. 
Uh, Simpson got his start with the city of Trustville in 1957 with the fire department, spent time with the water department from 1958 to 1959, and was a Trustville police department patrolman and sergeant uh, slash assistant chief from 1959 to 1969. He then spent a number of years with a now closed paper company before returning to the city in 1988 as the head of streets and sanitation department. Just when he thought he was out, they pulled him back in. Lewis Simpson was a legend here. Fact 51, the Hewitt Elementary School Annex on Cherokee Drive opened in 1969 for the second and third grades. The construction of that school was timely as well as necessary because in May 1973, the elementary school on Chaltville Road in the location that the former uh, Trustful City Board of Education was located burned to the ground. The fire happened during school hours at about 1130 a.m. All fourth, fifth and sixth grade students were evacuated. Uh, an interesting fact from, from research about that time, the student's bottle cap collection, a two-year process that was up to 937,000 bottle caps was destroyed. There were no injuries somehow in that fire. Fact 52, relating to that fire. Firemen from Trustful, Centerpoint, Birmingham, and Springville worked to extinguish the fire, which would have likely spread to nearby homes had they not arrived in time. For the remainder of that school year, classes took place across the street in the Trustful Methodist Church and the nearby former First National Bank building. Portable classrooms were used for the 1973 fall term until additions could be made to the Annex School on Cherokee Drive, which became the only elementary school in the city and where yours truly went to elementary school. Fact 53. By the spring of 1979, the chances of a new high school building appeared likely and the probable location was on 40 acres of property between Interstate 59 and Green Drive. Trustful City Council assured Jefferson County officials that it would allocate 25,000 to 30,000 gallons per day of wastewater treatment that a new school would require. With that assurance, Jefferson County Commissioner Chris Doss said the county was unofficially committed to putting up half the cost of extending a sewer line to the 40 acres uh, with the county school board footing the rest of the bill. The estimated total cost was 300 grand. Fact 54, the high school on Parkway Drive uh, housed 700 students, but the proposed school on what is now Trustful Clay Road, now Hewitt Trustful Middle School, would accommodate 1,500 students. In early August 1980, officials were still mulling that location and another owned by Deerfoot Corporation on the Clay side of Interstate 59. By the end of that month, the Trustful Clay Road location was determined to be the site for the new high school. The 130,000 square foot building was designed by Adams, Benton, and Peacher. Uh, occupancy was planned for the fall of 1983. School was planned for 1,200 students from Trustful and Clay. Parking spaces for 400 vehicles were included in the plans, and somehow, despite 400, I struggled to find a spot when I went to school there. Uh, the master site plans future construction projected room for a varsity football field. That didn't happen. Field house, that happened. Baseball field, that happened. Phil English fields back there. Tennis courts, those very recently happened. Uh, stadium and stands. Fact 55, the Jefferson County Board of Education in January 1981 voted to approve the purchase of those 40 acres for the new high school. Funds to build the High school came from the State Board of Education from the sale of $60 million in state bonds. Of that amount, Jefferson County received $3.1 million for the construction of the new high school. Fact 56, in December 1983, the high school on Parkway Drive, the one built 
uh, in the 1930s as part of the Works Progress Administration in the Kaaba Project uh, closed for the Christmas holiday. In January 1984, high school students began attending the new high school on Trustful Clay Road. Later that year in August, the Parkway Drive school building built by the government that I mentioned in the 1930s, it became the city's middle school for students in the fifth through seventh grades. Uh, that school is now Cahaba Elementary. Moving right along. Fact 57. In May 1985, the city of Birmingham proposed to annex 5,750 acres. This goes back to some of that annexation, so this just kind of scales it for you. Birmingham pro proposed to annex 5,750 acres centered around Trustful and reaching along Interstate 59 almost to St. Clair County. The city of Trustful and Jefferson County Board of Education officials vowed to fight the proposed annexation because it would include that one-year-old high school. The school board's president, Kevin Walsh, said at the time, quote, we are at war with them. People don't talk like that in the newspaper anymore. I wish they did. Make my job a lot more lively. Three days after the city of Birmingham's proposal, about 1,500 area landowners asked the city of Trussell to annex their properties. On May 29, 1985, the city of Trussell annexed the school into its city limits. Fact 58, in October 1987, the Jefferson County Board of Education unanimously voted to change the name of Hewitt Trussell Middle School to William E. Burkett Middle School, effective immediately. Burkett had been the county's uh, school superintendent from 1984 to 1989. Residents who opposed the name change presented their complaints the same week at the Trustful Community Center. Uh, Kevin Walsh had made the motion for the name change at a September 25th, 1987 meeting. Within two weeks, he had told a crowd of Trustful residents that he would move to rescind his motion, a move that would change the name back to Hewitt Trustful Middle School. A thousand people had signed petitions opposing the name being changed to William E. Burkett Middle School. I feel like not a lot of people know that fact. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of people don't know it. Fact 59, in late 1991, a feasibility study was started by the State Board of Education to find if the city of Trussell could financially support a school system independent of county tax money. At the time, there were 4,800 total students enrolled at Hewitt Elementary, Hewitt Trussell Middle, Hewitt Trussell Junior High, and Hewitt Trussell High Schools. A move toward its own school system at the time would force nearly half the enrollment, 835 students at Clay Elementary and 1,247 at Chaltville Elementary to find an alternative to, to feeding into Hewitt Trussell Middle School when reaching the seventh grade. Those two elementary schools at the time were feeder schools to the middle school. Uh, reducing the number of students in Trustful would help with overcrowding due to a growing city. Again, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Fact 60, in April 1992, the Trustful City Council tapped a five-member school panel to serve as the city's first school board. Its first task, negotiating with the Jefferson County school system for a solution to overcrowding. Man, talk about being thrown to the wolves. Another chief responsibility of the new school panel was to seek clearance from the U.S. Justice Department to operate a school system should the board decide to move toward taking control of the four trustful schools. The five appointed to the school board were former trustful city councilman Dennis Hill, Donna Cornelius, Terry Fleck, Don Haston, and Cecil Metters. All five were members of the city's 11-member education committee. Fact 61. On September 29, 1992, an eight mill property tax hike was approved, a measure that could generate $9.6 million each year. 
However, Dennis Hill recommended to the Trustful City Council that it abolish the newly formed school board, but Mayor Charles Grover and Councilman Gerald Glenn said they did not support abolishing the board immediately. Grover said that he would recommend that the board be inactive while a lawsuit over the eight mil property tax increase was resolved. After about a year of planning and discussion, Trustful did not form its own school system and remained as part of the Jefferson County school system. Fact 62. That millage increase that had been approved, however, remained and helped ease the overcrowding of trustful schools. Jefferson County School Superintendent Bruce Wright announced in April 1993 that the county would build a high school instead of an elementary school in the Hewitt Clay Chalkwell zone. The three-phase 10-year repair and construction project was made possible by the 8 mil property tax increase that had been approved, and Wright's plan included building the high school and a middle school in the Clay Chalkwell area to serve students who would have otherwise been routed to schools in trustful. The schools uh, would be completed in about two years. The plan would reduce enrollment at Hewitt Trustful High School from 1,234 students to about 1,029 students. The new middle school in Clay would be fed from Chaltville Elementary and Clay Elementary. The new middle school would reduce the number of students attending Hewitt Trustful Middle School from 1,107 students to 834 students. Fact 63, it culminates Clay Chalkwell High School and Clay Chalkwell Middle School opened for the 1996-1997 school year. Short fact. Fact 64. In early 1996, it was predicted that Hewitt Trustful High School would lose about 200 of its 1,480 students to the new Clay Chalkwell High School. It was projected that over the next few years, a total of about 400 students would move from Hewitt Trustful High to Clay Chalkwell High. That breathing room it was predicted, would allow Hewitt Trustful High to again accommodate ninth grade students. Despite the breathing room, Trustful maintained its elementary, middle, junior high, and high schools. Fact 65, a sinkhole along the edge of Parkway Drive near Hewitt Trustful Junior High created an emergency for Trustful in late 1998 and early 1999 when I was down there. The city of Trussell uh, has dealt with many sinkholes in the Cahalo project area over the years, notably on popular streets and on one of the uh, tennis courts uh, on the mall. A stone culvert installed in the 1930s with the Cahalo project near the sinkhole was believed to be the cause of the sinkhole. The culvert could have been leaking water and making the sinkhole expand. Back 66. In the spring of 1999, Trussell approved uh, $235,000 for a landscaping company to open a wide hole in the ground and plug the hole near its bottom, which would create a rock bridge to support dirt and other materials dumped to fill the hole. Once the digging started, the landscaping company discovered offshoots of the original sinkhole that extended under the junior high school property near the Cahaba River. We were going to fall into the earth. The junior high school's cafeteria and library were demolished as a result of the sinkhole. In August 1999, the Jefferson County School System agreed to spend 70 grand to fix a new sinkhole found that month. By the fall of 2002, the junior high, which had been constructed 38 years prior, was no longer in use. By 2005, all, the junior, all of the junior high that existed was the rear annex and gymnasium now used for trustful parks and recreation games and events. Also, there now a section of that rear annex houses the uh, Trustful City Schools Alternative Learning Center. Fact 67, we're almost there. In early 2002, the city of Trustful proposed an increase in its sales tax to allow the city to create a reserve fund for a school system. 
The hike discussed was a one cent increase, bringing the city sales tax to eight sales tax to eight cents on every dollar spent. Trussell City Council approved the increase in January of 2002. They speculated that it could mean an additional $3.5 million for the city, and the, the city had planned to use about $900,000 of that per year to pay its incurred debt to build one of what became the Payne Elementary Schools. Fact 68. In May 2002, a consultant recommended that Trussell form its own school system by 2004, citing a financial feasibility report that showed the city could form a school system with an initial $17.8 million operating budget and 2,800 students in its first year without raising property taxes. The city over the past two years had been seriously considering forming its own school system. Uh, Mayor G. Melton at the time had said, however, he would like Trustwell to have at least $20 million in reserve funds before breaking away from the Jefferson County uh, system. So about roughly $2 million more. Fact 69, in May 2004, Trustwell City Council established and appointed a five-member school board. It again included Dennis Hill. The other four members were Butch Howard, former Mayor Orman Bentley, Ned Payne, and John Floyd. The school board's first task was to select a superintendent, and it hired Coleman City School Superintendent Suzanne Freeman. The Trustwell City Board of Education later in August selected Freeman as the first superintendent of Trustwell City Schools. Uh, Freeman served until 2012, uh, just over a week after, uh, after her contract settlement was approved. The school board at that time made up of Bill Roberts, Danny Garrett, Sid McNeil, Stan Garrett, and Gail Glenn. Uh, they picked Patty Neal as its interim superintendent. Uh, she began July 30th, 2012 on an interim basis. And a few months later, in November 2012, the school board approved her as the permanent superintendent and she remains in that role today. Fact 71, and we're going back in time. You know, this is a long one, but a fun one, kind of an important one. In a December 1964 report titled Operation Library, the Trustful Library Board outlined its plan for a new library building on Parkway Drive, saying that the entire Trustful area would, quote, be a better place in which to live uh, when this well-planned modern library is completed, for through its inviting doors will come vast numbers of people from toddlers to retired citizens like generations before them to, to pursue the kind of purposeful activity a good library affords. First library building was dedicated in 1965 by then Mayor John C. Yarborough and librarian Nettie Lightsey. The library in 1978 joined the Jefferson County Library Cooperative and added an automated computer system. In 1998, the library underwent a substantial renovation. It had a children's room. Uh, that was 1988, I'm sorry. In 1996, the library was temporarily re relocated to two classrooms in the John C. Yarborough Community Center, while another major renovation took place. That renovation entailed uh, a remodeling of the existing structure and addition that doubled the library size. The newly renovated library opened in November 1997, was dedicated on May 17, 1998. Uh, and then more uh, expansion happened. Uh, it reopened in April 2018 after another renovation, this time taking sp the space where the community center once stood. Prior to that renovation, the library is 12,500 square feet, which included circulation and meeting rooms. Now all the original space became circulation for children, teens, and adults. Seating is available throughout the space, including 18 high-top laptop stations, adult and teen computer labs, and private glass rooms for quiet studying and personal computer use. I've been in those quiet glass rooms 
more hours than I care to count. The coffee and vending area connects the old space with the new wing, which features a 250-seat auditorium, a second circulation desk, a 12-seat boardroom, and meeting rooms for 30 or 50 people uh, to be used for free by community groups and nonprofits. There's also on-site a Friends of the Library bookstore. Fact 72. The growth in population in Trussell between 1970 and 1980 is relatively insignificant. Uh, 1970 population 2,984 grew to 3,507 in 1980, 17.5% increase. But in the 1980s, that boom happened uh, between the spring of 85 and the fall of 86, Trussell's land area, land area roughly tripled in a year's time, just over a year's time. In that time period, the city approved petitions for about 300 landowners to become part of the city. Already a rapidly growing city, the frenzy of annexations accelerated Trussell's growth. Uh, Mayor Charles Grover at the time was quoted as saying, I would love to see Trussell stay the way it was, but those days are gone. All we can do now is try to control the growth. By 1990, that population was just over 8,000 people. Um, by 2000, it was almost at 13,000 and uh, it was almost 20,000 people in 2010. And as of our most recent, most recent 2020 census, we are over 26,000 residents now in Trustful. We've been booming since the mid eighties. Fact 73, in June, 1998, the Trustful City Council annexed nearly 800 acres of land on both sides of Chalkville Mountain Road for the purpose of a shopping center to be called Trustful Crossings. The main commercial attractions that came to Trustful as part of the development were Walmart and Regal Cinema. At the time of construction, the city was garnering about 2.5 million in sales tax revenue. Mayor Gene Melton at the time in 1998 predicted that the new shopping center itself would generate $2 million in sales tax revenue. And just 13 months, excuse me, just 13 months after that uh, annexation for Trustful Crossings, the city council voted five to one in August 1999 to allow uh, Mayor Melton to negotiate a deal with Colonial Properties Trust to develop another shopping center on US Highway 11 at what was a former TGA golf driving range property. You might not have known that. Maybe you did. Colonial wanted the city's help with roads and other infrastructure requirements. They asked for uh, up to $975,000. Two months later, city council approved signing a $975,000 contract with Colonial Properties Trust for a 60-acre shopping center. Uh, that shopping center opened in the fall of 2000. It included stores such as Target and Home Depot. Fact 74. With a growing population and money on hand, the city of Trustful broke away from the Jefferson County school system and formed its own school system in 2004. The Hewitt Trustful High School class of 2006 was the last to graduate as part of the Jefferson County school system. That was my class. Uh, with, budding shutting, with budding shopping opportunities, a new school system and growing neighborhoods, the progressive city with an old town feel in 2005 was ranked by Money Magazine as the 56th best place to live in all of the United States. Fact 75, we've reached the end. All right, last one, <clears throat> coming all the way to 2020. Trustful in 2020 had plans for, and I want to make it historical, had plans for six events between January and June. I was part of this committee uh, coming up with these events to celebrate the city's bicentennial. 
including one at the new entertainment district, but only two of the events in January and February were held before the COVID-19 pandemic forced the cancellations of the remaining four. I realize in hindsight, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic, I mean, goodness gracious, the, the craziest thing of our lifetime, but at that, I was preparing, we were just days away. I had taken laptop speakers. I had figured out what I was going to do, but at that March event that we still haven't got to hold, um, we were going to be at the Trustful Senior Activity Center. I would have played the role of Alex Trebek, while city councilmen and, and some other city official types competed in a Jeopardy-themed Trustful Trivia game that I developed. So someday, Trustful City Council, I'm coming for you. Use this video, use these facts, use it as a study tool, because someday we're going to make that happen somehow, and it's going to be a blast. So I hope y'all enjoyed these 75 facts. I know I, I rambled. I know it's long. I had toyed with the idea of, of um, doing 75 short videos, but I figured let's just dump it all into one and see how it goes. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something and I hope you share it with others uh, who have an interest in Trustful. So I uh, hope to see you guys soon. And uh, again, I just thank you for watching and uh, I really hope you learned something. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Books, Babble, and Ball podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see you next time.